Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jennifer Rizial, founder and spiritual director of Soul Language and a business of soul. And I am really excited to talk today uh, to Matt O'Grady, and we're going to get that to that in a second. You know, the Ask and Answered by Soul podcast is really dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and to create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic where we guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today we are talking with Matt O'Grady about uh, five-minute gratitude, which I love this subject because you all know I do that drive-by gratitude, which is I've lost your bio, but I'll find it in a second, Matt. Um, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> um, I always go, hey, that's great. Thank you so much, Divine. But you know what I don't have? And so I can't wait to hear everything that Matt has to say. He's a two-time author of the book, Breath, Five Meditations for Stress Relief, and the motivational book, Living Gratitude. Matt O'Grady welcomes you to join him on his podcast show where he teaches his clients how to live a happier, more successful, and gratitude-filled lives. He is a former co-host of Matt and Phil, LOA show, which aired for years, which I was on several times. Several times. Matt is also a co-founder of a nonprofit organization, Soul Brothers. I had no idea, and I've known him for years, that supports adults and children in need. He currently lives with his wife and eight-year-old son in Huntington, New York. Hello, Matt. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited that you're here. So the first question I ask everyone is, what has, what has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? Mm, yeah. Uh, uh, patience, for <laughs> one, is, you know... Because, you know, life just goes up and down, you know, there's this consistently changing experience. And I know for myself, with a lot of my coaching clients, it's like, wait, I'm there and things are great. You just want to keep it high and great for like years. And it's just, you know, just like regular stocks in life, like it goes up and down. And so I'd say patience and peace is is really some of the areas I, I work on myself and I work with my clients because, Things are, challenges are going to arise. I mean, if anybody doesn't notice the last few years on this planet, challenges are going to be there. Tough times are going to be there. Scary times even yeah. now, which, you know, we, not all of us were dealing with pre-pandemic, but now everybody's kind of come face to face with their mortality and life as it is. On the news and, every night. Every night. And, and even, you know, with so much of us, even for the people who don't watch a lot of news, it's like in our relationships, I mean, I can, I can attest to this 40 year friend who all of a sudden just decided that we shouldn't be friends anymore during the middle of the pandemic. And to this point, I still have no idea why, you know, that things like that, I couldn't even expect. I lost my father during the pandemic, just all these different things, challenges are going to come, need to find some peace, some patience, some fun, some light some some just enjoyable moments that you can carve out even with yourself like a lot of times we think oh i want to do it with my family my friends my significant other how about just that quality time with you so that's some of what my soul is kind of screaming for lately 
Yeah. And you know what? I think so often people go, especially spiritual journey, people go in their head and they're like, oh my God, I must not be doing it right. Or how can I fix this? And, you know, you can't have the high without the lows. And, you know, it's really not about all of the highs. It's really about experiencing that deep connection in every moment and being present. And Mm -hmm. that's not an easy thing to do. Like that takes practice and it takes support and it takes tangible tools. So right on the, on the same page as always. So, you know, me and gratitude, like I like gratitude, but I kind (laughs) of, you know, it's not my thing. You know, it's, it's, I'm generous to a fault, but with Mm -hmm. gratitude, I'm just like, Oh my God, come on. Like, just like, let's get to the end of the book. Enough is enough, you know, move, 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 action, action, action. So how does someone like me, uh, who does, you know, that drive by gratitude, how do we start to open up and being in that energy of gratitude? Cause we all know all of the goodness that it creates. Sure, sure. And I think, you know, you're not alone, obviously. And a lot of people for, you know, just the word gratitude kind of like, you know, because I and for me, when I first came in contact with it, you know, 20 something years ago, it was like a a practice. I was like, come on, that's just BS. It's not, you know, come on, I don't even believe it. I was annoyed by it. I didn't believe it. And what happened was I started just saying, oh, what the heck, my, my life was in a shambles. So I just kind of threw my hands up and I'll try it. Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay say it's great. So whatever, let me just try it. And I, almost immediately I found I felt better and I was kind of shocked by it, you know, and I was just at a lunch reading uh, of one of their books and tried it a few more times and said, ah, I'm, I'm faking it. You know, my mind's making it up. This is all just like a placebo and then a few weeks in, I just started to say, my life is better over these last three weeks that I've been practicing gratitude than it's been in the last five years. And I said, there's something to this. So I just dove deep on it. But one of the things I realized is the word gratitude, because for so many of us, we're kind of like forced to be grateful as kids, like say thank you to grandma for that big gift she gave you, damn it. You know, yeah. and so it's kind of like gratitude can come with some of this stuff and so, it, you know, one of the words that, uh, you know, I use is appreciation, just yeah. taking, you know, so that can kind of shift it a little bit energetically to just kind of be more open. Well, I appreciate things. I appreciate the earth and my friends and my family and that this body works and that I've got a roof over my head and food in the fridge, a car in the driveway, you know, just things to kind of be like, wow, I appreciate having some goodness in my life, my meditation practice, whatever it is. And so I'd say for people that are a little resistance, you might want to shift the terminology and then just see how simple it is. You don't have to be grateful for the million dollars that somebody gave you. You know, that's most of us don't have that. So what can you be grateful for? And that's why I really like to go simple, easy. And then that kind of opens up the practice to be something that can lead to, you know, something much deeper. Yeah, I love that. We, uh, we uh, with Roxy, our first dog, we would go, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. And now uh, we do it uh, with heart, Um, but we don't do the same things with Roxy as we do with heart, right? We want to make this special as well. So, but my best friend does it all the time now. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. She does it like with people, with things, blah, blah. blah. And, you know, it's hysterical because she'll go, I appreciate (laughs) you. And I'm like, yeah, I like, so I love that word appreciation because I think, I think it's, it is a bigger word for me than gratitude. Yes. It's, and, it's more open, you know, yeah. it's just opens things up. Yeah. And I you think can appreciate a color, 
You know, exactly. you just appreciate uh, a book, you know, you're not, wait, I'm not grateful for that book, I, but I appreciate it so much, you know? Yeah. It's also, I think that, you know, a lot of people who do that spiritual practices with their head uh, and, and, you know, me being that teacher of integrity, which is one of my soul languages, I can go, oh, I see where you're out of integrity. What's <laughs> like, right. So I don't feel that ickiness of that conflict around appreciation, right. It's mm. so easy. So peasy for me. I'm yes. like, whoa, I could do that. Um, we used to do in my family, uh, me and Warner, we would do our high and we would do our low, right. Mm. Uh, mm. each day. And we, we got off of it, um, basically because you know we're living you know he spends a lot of time in Pennsylvania so you know our talks are like hey what's going on like more in depth rather than around the dinner table but it's something that I I think I'm going to bring back because I think it it allows us to really you know look at the lows as not so low yes yes and you know gratitude thankfulness appreciation it's just such a nice addition to a practice. It's certainly not the all in be all to something, but there's something about it that I find so simple. So I practice gratitude when I first wake up before I go to bed, but I also practice it when I'm showering and I'm brushing my teeth and cleaning the dishes. So I found a way where I can get a a thankfulness and appreciation, a highs appreciation, positive things that have happened. And I just go through the list And I think about them. I just sit with them as I'm washing dishes, you know, and sometimes it's really simple. Like, wow, I'm running water. Isn't that amazing? Look at how the water looks. It's like, you know, just the simplest things. But then it's also like, wow, somebody really went out of their way for me today. I'm so appreciative of what they did. So thankful. I'm going to text them later or whatever. And I find that working it in with daily things that I'm doing anyway, like showering, brushing my teeth and washing dishes really makes it much more accessible. And now all of a sudden I've got this kind of mindful, you know, gratitude practice worked into my day. I love that. You know, tell me if this happens to you because, um, you know, I, because we go to the dog park, we have a a dog friend, uh, Josie, uh, who's just like, she's a blue hero, just like heart, but she's black on blue. She's so beautiful. And Josie comes with a mother called Kelly. And I like Kelly. And so often I'll turn to Kelly and I go, oh my God, thank you so much. I really appreciate you because heart has been reactive. So Kelly's also plays referee with me too, right? So we have two humans supporting heart. And and I noticed that when I really say, you know, like, I appreciate you or thank you so much, or, oh my God, I'm, I'm so grateful for you. People are a little stunned, right? A lot of, especially women, they'll brush it off. They'll be like, oh, it's no big deal. Really? Because you just helped me navigate my dog so she didn't go for that guy's yeah. ankles and bite them. That's a huge deal, right? So what do you think that's about? And do you think that's something also that we can bring more like that full pausing and really receiving when mm. when someone acknowledges us and when we acknowledge other people? Do you think that that also can bring in a lot more goodness into our lives as well? Definitely. You know, that's that the word that comes up for me is intimacy, you know, that intimacy between relationships that aren't, you know, family or even close friends or significant other, but this kind of, you know, the dog park friend, you know, and, and, but still finding that opportunity to have like this deeper connection in that moment and intimacy can be tough for a lot of people. So I think it kind of brings in the patience and just kind of 
being intuitive enough to kind of see where somebody's at, you know, so that they can receive what you're trying to give. That's, that's something I know when I first got into this world and people that were so already there and they're like showering me with this, you know, love and intimacy and kindness. I was kind of like, Whoa, what are you doing? I don't even know you. You're hugging me. You're telling me I'm the light. And you know, I'm like, Whoa, I, I just, can't, I can't <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know I was like oh my god you're you're a teacher of this and that as you remember when you were teaching me so many years ago and I was like wait you know I, I can't even handle it you know it was the resistance coming up and, and kind of the confusion but knowing there was something beautiful there so still desiring it but having the ego come up and be like whoa I don't I don't know what that is so I'm afraid or uncomfortable but I do think it's beautiful and I love that you're kind of still on that point with people because you're 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 so there and you honor your communication and you're gonna you're gonna say things that come to you through your heart and that's one of the best things about you my friend thank you yeah I mean you know it's been you know it's been a unique experience as in you know you step into different communities as you expand and as you grow and you bring yes. all of your goodness along with all your crap to that experience right <laughs> yes. right so it's you know I, i'm i try to be very present and the the dog park is really a fun funny atmosphere because yeah, there's two kinds of going on. right there's two kinds of dog parkers right there's the ones that go there for the humans and interact and they're all com- having conversations well there's three there's the ones that are on their phone right and then mm. there's the ones that are present with their dog right and present to what's going on um i'm a present one um, you know, and, and we engage in conversation, but I'm, I'm present as in you have to be engaged. And I think that allows me to also bring a more engagement to other areas of my life. And I think that's also what gratitude is. It's really being engaging. It's really being yes. uh, responsive to understanding your collaboration with the universe. Mm. And I think so often for me, when I'm like, uh, thanks so much, God, but by the way, I don't have blah, blah, blah. I'm not really pissed off at God. I'm actually pissed off at Jen, right? Mm. Like, how did you miss the mark on that one, Jen? Uh. Right? You know, and that, just having that awareness and bringing more gratitude, more appreciation for yes. myself. Like, oh, so we, I could have done that better. Big deal. I missed the mark. But also knowing that, you know, hand in hand, right, that judgment for most people, including myself, is just the other coin of not enough, right? Like I'm not enough there, yay, but having an appreciation for that knowledge and going, okay, let's see how we expand it. So that kind of flows into my next question is what big questions have you, because you're always a big question asker of yourself and others. What big question have you been asking yourself lately? And what is the benefit or what are the results rather of that question in your practices and in your life? Yes. Well, I just, before I answer that question, what you just said was so beautiful. So if anybody missed that, you got to go back and listen to what (laughs) you just said, because that was unbelievable. Um, Big questions, you know, for me, I turned 50 last year and it was one of those moments. You're so young. I, uh, I'm just a babe. You're uh, just a baby. 
but you know, it, it was one of those. So, so I lost my dad and I turned 50 within two months. Yeah. And so those two things were just like, you know, we all know these, these experiences of quote unquote loss. I, I mean, this is probably the biggest one that I've ever been able to see it so clearly of loss and immediate I have full body chills. As I say, this immediate gain. Yeah. You know, this, the relationship, even though we had a really good relationship, the relationship with my father grew when he was no longer here in his body. The, the, my inner relationship with myself grew from the loss causing me to ask questions. Yeah. And what comes up for me is who can I become in this life? Who can I become? And, and really just sitting with that question and, and knowing what the desires are that are in my heart and soul and just asking that question and kind of bringing those things together. What are, what are my desires? And then who can I become in this life? Because for me, it's so much about what I can give, you know, I've, I've been just such a fan of, of life kind of watching the journey and relationships as you know, and, you know, love is a big thing for me, conscious love and just realizing, especially now that I'm, you know, North of 50, sure. There's still things I want and, you know, personal ego things that are, you know, money, jobs, of course, we all want certain things, but so much more and above that is like, who can I become as a human? What, what's the highest potential that I can reach in the next, you know, year, in the next month, you know, what, how can I tap into that today? So when I expand it out and then I bring it down to this moment, there's something really expansive that happens for me. I get really inspired. I get the chills and I just reach for what is highest in the moment for me, you know, in this, what presence, what level of intention and intuitive connection with other people and myself can I reach in this moment? So it's a lot of questions like that. Yeah, that's really inspiring. And, um, very so much speaker of God of you, which is one of Matt's soul languages. Um, you know, it's, it, it's that big view with understanding the details is what mm. the divine is all about. And I think so often we forget that. And especially when we're going through the human kind of circles of life, we go, there's a tendency for us to go really small and sure. it doesn't have to be that way. You know, the, the key here is not to avoid the pain. The key here is to notice that you are enough and, yeah. and powerful and big in all of that. And I think what you were just talking about is that, and, and you do it step-by-step, step, right? And sure. some days we're really good at it. And some days we right. really suck, right? And sometimes we're just like blah or neutral or, you know, a little yeah. bit joy. And I think that it's being present really and appreciating every aspect of those, those turns and twists. Um, so yes. how do people get more of your goodness? Well, it's interesting you say that as you were talking, one of my latest mantras is something is better than nothing, you know? So just like this literal five seconds, 10 seconds of a practice, like you just, you're tired, you're worn out. You just want to put Netflix on and disappear into some, somebody else's universe or life. And which is fine. I, I understand we all do it to some degree, but for me, it's like, what's the something? Can we just do, do five seconds, two in and out breaths presently, consciously, and just see where we are. 
you know, before we just kind of fall into, you know, news, Netflix, what, you know, music, whatever it is, can we just give ourselves a few moments of consciousness and awareness and see what are we experiencing? Uh, but anyway, mattogrittycoaching.com is the easiest way to get to anything uh, related to me. Uh, I've just been so wonderful to be here with you. I, I just love visiting and talking about what we're so inspired by and passionate about. Yeah, well, we've known each other for 14 years. Is it 14 years now? It's 14 years. Wow. Imagine. I knew it was in the late, you know, uh, you know, post 26 because of when that business and I met your friend Donna and, you know, I knew, so I knew it was in there. I didn't know exactly which year that was, but wow, 14 years. Right. I mean, me and Warner have been together for seven years this year. Wow. I know. Right. Um, So exciting. And uh, my last question is, if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? I love that one. That's really, that's really great. Um, You know, for me, the time is now is, is something that really resonates when you ask me that question. And, you know, once again, I, I, you know, something is better than nothing, you know, that I've said before that right now, you can just do one thing, one simple thing. It, it literally does not take away from anything else in your life, your work, your parenting, your exercise, wh- whatever it is, but just kind of working in these moments, these remembering the time is now, like we don't have to wait to take care of ourselves or to take care of others or to, you know, engage in our inner practice. The time is now. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Matt. It's been amazing. And, you know, I love seeing you and I love chatting with you. So thanks a lot. Big hug. Everyone, (laughs) you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. I'm Jennifer Rizzio. The Ask and Answered by Soul podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about your soul and the answers of it, you can secure your free sacred practice at soullanguage.us sacred practice. Keep listening to Ask and Answer by Soul. Review us, comment, contact me, but most importantly, contact my amazing guests because they have a lot of wisdom to share and you are missing out on a great opportunity if you don't take them up on all of their goodness. Okay, everyone. Bye for now. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, and the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electricast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electricast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electricast Podcasts and... Hear the culture. Electric acid.